Welcome to the Tap Into Safety podcast, where Dr. Suzanne Barn, CEO and co-founder, discusses the latest research, reports and interesting topics to help health and safety, human resource and training professionals in their efforts to keep every worker safe every day. Through this COVID-19 pandemic, a question that we're hearing quite often is, what are the best manager actions we can take to help our employees to maintain good mental health? Now, COVID-19 has seen employee mental health significantly bubble to the surface because there have been anecdotal reports that 80% of your employees are anxious and suicide attempts have increased by 5%. Your employees are worried about losing their job, many are isolated working from home, and they're incredibly concerned that they will catch the coronavirus. In April 2020, the Australian Industry Group conducted a survey and they found that 31% of employers report that their employees are highly anxious, and 38% said their HR and OHNS professionals are severely overloaded. For this podcast, we investigate the signs of declining mental health, and we offer some recommended manager actions that you can take to help employees who may be struggling. When your employees experience mental health problems, they'll likely show changes in their energy levels and behaviour and have difficulties with interpersonal relationships both at work and at home. You may also notice a decline in their appearance. Now, there are six main types of concerns around mental health that we should be looking out for. Stress, anxiety, depression, suicidal behaviours, psychosis and substance misuse. So we'll begin with stress. Stress reduces our quality of life and stressed workers might perform poorly as well as have relationship problems. They may be irritable, moody and be more susceptible to headaches, colds and flu. Now you can do some things to help stressed workers and one of those is to give them some stress management tips as well as asking them to do problem-solving activities and learning calming techniques because these may help them to cope. Now looking at anxiety, anxiety and feeling afraid is a natural response to a threat and can trigger the body's fight or flight response. This causes an increase in your heart rate, sweating and breathing. Feeling anxious is similar to feeling fear, except that anxiety can happen when there's no real danger. Anxious employees may make excessive lists, work longer than others and often procrastinate. It's a good idea to check in with anxious workers to ensure that they are clear about the tasks that they need to achieve. And you may also find that offering them some reassurance and positive feedback goes a long way to reduce their anxiety. Depression causes a persistent low mood where people can experience problems with sleep, appetite and energy levels. They may also have interpersonal problems both at home and at work. When workers are depressed, they may feel lonely and isolated, yet they are unable to reach out for help. As a manager or supervisor, it's vital that you encourage employees who are displaying signs of depression to reach out to their doctor or to your employee assistance program to discuss treatment options. 
Suicidal thoughts, psychosis and substance misuse are the three other mental health issues that managers and supervisors need to watch out for. They need to provide targeted manager actions to support employees displaying these signs. Excellent manager actions include taking part in training to learn how to respond if an employee is thinking about suicide. As a supervisor or manager, if you suspect that a worker is considering suicide, you must report this to HR and link them to medical care. Don't be afraid to talk about suicide and to act immediately if you suspect that someone is unsafe. Psychosis is an impaired relationship with reality and can be triggered by various life changes. Understandably, this can be very scary and a very overwhelming experience for the employee and for the supervisor and manager. Employees who experience psychosis may have delusions or false beliefs and hallucinations that cause them to see or hear things that no one else can. They may withdraw socially and have decreased motivation levels. As a manager or supervisor, if you suspect that an employee is experiencing signs of psychosis, it is critically important that you report this to HR and assist them in accessing immediate medical support. Substance misuse produces both physical and behavioural signs. For example, your employees may have bloodshot eyes, abrupt weight changes and look unkept. You may also notice an increase in aggression or irritability, changes in attitude and priorities, and posting different kinds of content on social media. Sometimes employees drink alcohol or abuse medications or drugs because they're trying to cope with difficult thoughts and painful feelings. One of the best manager actions is to remind your team that the EAP offers free counselling where they can learn effective coping strategies. You may also recommend that they see their GP. If your employee approaches you for help with their mental health concerns, you need to know where you can refer them to for support. You should listen to their concerns without judgement and be careful not to try and solve their issues for them. You may need to direct them to HR. You should also be familiar with the contact details of your organisation's employee assistance program. If your employee is showing signs of high stress or anxiety, you may need to arrange for them to get home safely or to see their doctor. If you're prepared and you pre-plan how to respond when an employee expresses a personal problem, it will be easier for you to deal with it if you are approached. Managing and supervising others can be very rewarding, yet at times it may also be difficult and stressful. For these reasons, as a manager or supervisor, you must take care of yourselves as well and be aware of your own mental health. You should focus on building and maintaining good self-care strategies, such as good quality sleep and nutrition. It's also important to keep solid supports in your personal life. Attending some professional counselling can help you to protect your mental health. But importantly, having healthy boundaries for yourself will ensure you maintain an appropriate work-life balance while effectively managing others. COVID-19 is impacting our mental health and is likely to do for some time yet. And it's often difficult to know the most appropriate management actions you can take. 
I hope that this podcast has been useful to give you some tips on how to manage people who are having problems with their mental health during these challenging times. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to Dr. Suzanne Barn, CEO and co-founder of Tap Into Safety. If you would like to read more about this topic and other related topics, or to contact them for more information, please visit their website at www.tapintosafety.com.au. If you'd like to hear more of these podcasts, search for Tap Into Safety on iTunes or your favourite podcast provider. Until the next time, we hope you keep safe and well.